When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. All right, here it is, boys. Greg right. Joseph lining up All right. for the NFC North and for the greatest comeback in NFL history. And it's gone! The Minnesota Vikings have completed the greatest comeback. In the history of the NFL. And I left. They are NFC North champions. What are you talking about? Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Oh my God. A 39 to 36 victory for the Minnesota Vikings as we are still. Live on the Purple Daily YouTube channel oh here. God. This is Vikings Vent Line. And boys, we're just going to fire up. We've been live for two and a half hours because people just wanted to complain about the first half. Let's start it all over again. Oh, I wish I... The flag's at home. I'm in studio. <laughs> because it was the quickest drive to possibly make. So I could leave at halftime and join you bozos because it was 33 nothing. First so. half score. Colts 33 to nothing. Second half score. Vikings 39 to 3. And Mr. Fourth Quarter Comeback with his what? Seventh of the season? Yep. He's at Kirk seven now. Cousins. And yes, Kirk Cousins is now the quarterback of the greatest comeback in NFL history. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, our executive right. producer, Declan Goff. Uh, if I you want to, to join be. the show, it's VikingsVentline at gmail.com. Go what? pee. Go, go pee. pee. Go, go pee. <laughs> I have to pee. Yeah, just go. go. Just go. Can't yes, wait. you're good. All go. Right. Go. Why am I breaking? <laughs> oh, my God. Old man. Shut it. Good. Just, just go. Amazing. Incredible. Amazing. Uh, let's let's turn the show over here. The, the show is sponsored by our friends at TCL. And I'll reset this too for you here, Declan. Uh, TCL is one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands. Oh, my gosh. Award-winning lineup of TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. And thanks to our friends at Surly. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And that's been the motto on this show for years. And Surly has put that on an actual tall boy. So thanks to them. All right. Let's, let's keep it going. Who's who's next on Vikings Line? Will. Will. Oh, wow. Okay. So <laughs> the cardiac kids decide to strike again. I, oh man, that, that was, 
I'll give it to Kirk and that offense. What I don't know what the heck Kevin O'Connell did with him, but that dude again last year, Kirk would never have done this. There's just no way it, it, he would never have done this. But it just goes to show that you can't count the Vikings out. I know we were all pissed. I was as pissed as just about everybody else, but you just can't count them out that's and that's an amazing thing the mental turnaround of the offense has been one of the most beautiful things that we have all possibly seen and i i, I know um as much as we can still give credit to ed donato i'm i'm still skeptical because he still tries to force players into his scheme and hit what he wants rather than doing what Kevin O'Connell does and kind of scheming around the players that he has. And I, I don't know that that still needs to change, but I'm not going to take this away from him. That was a pretty beautiful cup comeback. And you know what? <laughs> The, we we all have heart attacks every single time we watch this team, but you know what? It does make the wins all that much sweeter. And thanks for having me on. Will, thanks well. for coming on, man. Leading off the, the second half, I guess, of Vikings Ventline here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Uh, Kirk Cousins finished with 460 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, including a pick six, by the way, that was Jalen Rager's fault. 460 yards are a career high, and he is now the architect of the greatest comeback in National Football League history. Sorry, Frank Reich, your 15 minutes or 30 years of fame are over. How about that, too? Frank Reich gets fired from the Colts, and then in his absence, the Colts are the team that give up the 33-point comeback. Let's keep it moving here, Dex. Yeah, we'll keep it going. Let's go to Vikes fan 47 here next. Hey guys, what a, what a win! Um, this family, the Purple Daily family, is the best. I, I sincerely love the content that you guys put on. Um, man, I was standing, I think, for the last two hours straight with occasional <laughs> uh, sits on my on my couch. But uh, so I started. Uh, I was. I sent some emails. To, I lost my voice. But That's okay, you know, man. In a house by myself. My family's not with me today. Players are cramping. Vikes fan 47, his voice is cramping. <laughs> it's a warrior effort on all fronts today. Um, but a tale of two halves, I think that was by far the worst half of football I've seen the Vikings play in probably a decade or two. And the second half was one of the best halves of football, offensive and defensive. We were aggressive. Maybe this is what the team needed to get after the quarterback. We blitzed most passing downs. Um, we were bringing pressure defensively to stop the run too. Um, the, the Donichel defense has got to go. I think, I think he may have, his hand was forced in the second half and look at the results. And as far as Kirk cousins and just all those receivers, KJ Osborne, Jefferson, Hawkinson, Thielen came through on a big play. Um, we're clutch and, I think that locker room, something happened in half. It was pr about pride. They were playing not to win the game in the second half. They were playing just to prove to themselves, to each other, 
that they are a Super Bowl contender. And the fact that they came back, the resiliency they showed, don't forget a phantom call on a punt return that was like a 50-yard punt return and two defensive touchdowns. One, you could say, all right, for, forward progress, maybe we'll stop. But that second one, the rest were against us today. Yeah. And we still pulled it off. So as as upset as everyone was in my family, I was calling back, back home at, at halftime. They really showed us something. And I love this team. I love the coaching staff. Uh, I think they got through the team. And I love the leadership. To not, people could have quit. Players could have quit on each other. They didn't. So I'm loving it. It was a huge win. Awesome, man. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate the kind words about this Purple Daily community. Vikes fan, 47. Let's keep it rolling here. Judd's back from from the pisser. I mean, Judd's been a warrior here. 53 years old. I think his connection's mm-hmm. a little off, so we can just let him kind of uh, marinate over there. But what a warrior. Judd leaves at halftime to come create content for you guys. And uh, they complete the greatest comeback in NFL history. Who's next on Vikings Vent Line? Declan, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Let's go to AJ. Oh AJ. What? <laughs> Let's cue up the Ultra Joy boys from the last Minneapolis miracle. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get the flag. Let's get it going. I just want to, I, as much as I love this, and I, as much as I love the comeback win, I hate how this bailed out Ed Donatel. I literally think he just saved his job because at halftime, I'm like, is he, is he going to get fired? Like, is he going to be in the car with Judd on the way out of the stadium? Because, the, I mean, 33 to nothing, and then all of a sudden, they just flipped the switch, and, oh, my God. If I could fire someone's ass real quick, Jeff Saturday <laughs> – you are the worst coach in the world. 33 lead at halftime. You got the refs giving, taking away touchdowns off the board for the Vikings twice. Phantom freaking face mask call on a punt return that should have set us up for a game winner. And you somehow managed to lose the game against the worst defense in the NFL. Dude, I cannot wait for Boone's episode. This is oh, this is this is hilarious. And AJ, Love you just it. So it's it's a historic day on two fronts. The Vikings just completed the greatest comeback in NFL history, and they're the first team to beat a head coach on the same day as his last name. Jeff Saturday Ready. on a Saturday. Get the flag. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be talking about both for decades. I am sure. Yeah. First vent line at halftime. You guys sparked the comeback. I swear to God, because I was done. I was done. I turned you guys on. I'm like, oh, they're on. What are they doing? A halftime show? Oh no, this is the actual vent line. And as soon as Judd got in the studio, it just turns around. We're gonna. We're we're, we're we're probably gonna wind. AJ, thank you for coming on, dude. We're probably gonna wind up. We'll just like split this in half and just keep the first part up and say like, this is how pissed people were. Yeah. Before the comeback or something. Um, Judd's working on his connection and uh, maybe his bladder again. We're not sure, but let's keep it moving here, Dex, on Vikings Ventline. Let's go to Rose42. Oh. Hey, can you guys hear me? We yeah, got, got you, you, man. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah, long-time listener here. I guess not super long time. Uh, it was a lot of fun watching the game with you guys here, and thank you for doing starting at halftime because I don't think I would have watched it then. Uh, 
in that it was kind of funny. My wife, when they kicked the, when they when they kicked the field goal, the first thing she thought she was almost going to start crying for Judd that he left the game. Yeah, and I don't know if he did go. I don't know if he actually had to pee or if he just maybe did have to go cry for a second. He but, may. Uh, we don't know. He may be curled up in the fetal position somewhere. I know, but uh, I do appreciate what you guys do. It's a lot of fun, and I am looking forward to when you guys roll out the uh, Timberwolves vent line. Uh, because I got plenty of people to talk Vikings with. Not a lot of people in my circle really follow the Timberwolves. So you guys are kind of my Timberwolves crew here. So Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle Tige from Flagrant House has been texting me. I just checked my text messages from the set because I had the game up on my phone. He's yeah. been just like riding the roller coaster of this game. He's a big well, Vikings fan. That's where fan, I kind so. of thought like what he what he said in the last Flagrant House you guys did when you were talking about just being fans and just enjoying it because it is funny to listen to you or watch how you started at the beginning of this <laughs> kind of like what you do with Carl Anthony Towns last year, uh, just throwing him under the bus. And then as it just slowly switched to where we're going to, Oh, Hey, this is actually pretty good. The Vikings, maybe they're not frauds, I guess, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. I don't know. A lot of fun. But Thank you for coming you on. Uh, happy Saturday to your family there. Yeah. I don't even know how you would call them frauds after the first half. I don't know what you would call them after the second half, but they just keep coming at you, man. Like, that's the one thing about this team. Whether they are down by 33 or whether they're down by seven or whatever, like, they just keep coming at you offensively. And uh, I think this is the seventh fourth quarter comeback of, of the season now. So they've had, God, seven of their 11 wins have, have been um, an adverse situation late in the game that they've had to overcome, Dex. Yeah, it's just nuts, man. I mean, I, I, I'm glad we started early because it's great. We built the room and the other half of me is like, I didn't get to watch what was probably the craziest comeback of all time in the second half, but it was still insane. And here we are. There's a bunch of people hanging out with us. So I'm, I'm all, I'm all good with it. Awesome. And if you guys could click the subscribe button on the purple daily YouTube channel and the like button, uh, we'll get you daily Vikings content entertainment. And we, we ride in this roller coaster and therapy as needed. We had a therapy session there for about two hours that turned into a celebration. So, all right, who's next? All right, let's go to Robert and his doggos. Hey, guys, how's it going? What's Good, up, Robert? Uh, not much. To give a little shout out for the doggos. Oh, um, good doggos. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had to keep them downstairs in the living room, actually. You know, didn't want them to hear the... Uh, the cries and the uh, the anger that was going up in the TV room. <laughs> you scare the crap out of them. Yes, yeah, so you got to yeah. keep them comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I just want to you know keep them away from that. Um, yeah. I gotta say, uh, what a win! You know, what a win! Uh, it's kind of hard to see how we came from the first half to the second half. Um, I was a little scared at the end in overtime. Had to make a note of it. Um, Buckner tipped uh, the uh, Kirk Cousins pass on the third and fourteenth. And um, I'm a Red Sox fan, so I'm like, oh, God, no, not Buckner. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was glad we came uh, came back and didn't, you know, repeat that because uh, that would not have been fun. But, um, uh, yeah, this was a great win, but got to fix that defense. I mean, if it wasn't for this comeback, I mean, we could have still been 33-0. and zero. Yep. Amen. Amen. Um, Robert, thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. Say hi to your your Vikings fan dogs there for us, and we'll get you on again sometime. Let's keep it moving here. Vikings vent line. Carl, what's up, dude? Carl, dude. I'm dumbfounded. My my voice is gone. My sanity is gone. 
But this was different than the Bills game because in the second quarter of the Bills game, I wasn't how I was feeling in the second quarter of this game. It's just for, for about 40 minutes, I, I just couldn't say a word. I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't manage the strength to even say anything. It wasn't, it wasn't everybody's fault. Obviously with the two very unlucky plays with the, uh, the punt block and whatnot, and then just the, the picks, it is what it is. And then of course the, the ref bumps today, and just, we're, we're over it now. If we won, we would have been complaining about it for a lot longer, but um, it's amazing now that Matt Ryan has not only done the comeback in the Super Bowl. But now he's done this comeback as he's allowed this comeback as well. He's That's given hilarious. up these comebacks to the two greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Tom Brady, <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Tom Brady and Noon Kirk Cousins, the two greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. Dude, Noon Kirk Cousins just peaked today. This was this was like this was the fully realized version of the Noon Kirk Cousins, right? Today, right here. Yeah, I mean, like. I don't even, to be honest, I don't even know if it was Kirk Cousins today because not only we, that game today, you can argue that it's Super Bowl 52, Patriots Eagles, the greatest game in the history of U.S. Bank Stadium. There, there's arguments to be made. You can say one or two. But today, we saw the greatest fourth quarter in the history of the Minnesota Vikings. Take a little field trip here. And we saw the ultimate version of Kirko Chains. We saw the fourth quarter Pharaoh. The like comeback creator, like the late-game luminary, the dagger Dr. Shelly forever reign over Minnesota, Kirko Chains. <laughs> a Kirko Chains ball! It's a Kirko Chains ball! It's like the always sunny gift. I did this and this and this. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> Thank you for your time this afternoon. I have no words. I I'm I, I, I'm gonna go pass out. Hell yeah, there he Carl. is. Carl is gonna go pass out under oh his Kirko God. chains wall. <laughs> Top five calls I think we've ever had on that. Dude, okay, Top I'm gonna track mark that. Two hours yeah. forty one. Yeah. That'll make the uh, socials later. All right, Carl, the Kirko chains wall. Oh my ball. God, absolutely Amazing. incredible, dude. Don't uh, f with Noon Kirk Cousins. You f around, you find out when it comes to Noon Kirk Cousins. Amen. We have like six thousand people watching us right now on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So hit the subscribe button. This is the first time you're discovering us. Purple Daily, seven days a week Vikings podcast. This is Vikings Ventland. We've been rolling for basically uh, like a Tarantino film of almost three hours right now. So thank you for everyone who was hanging out. Thank you for everyone too for uh, for joining. If you're discovering this for the first time, hit the like button, subscribe button. For Daily Vikings Entertainment, we got some more Vikings fans, obviously, in the room here. Let's go to Joe next. Joe, what's up? Hey, Joe. Yo, what's going on? Because they're better than you, and you know it. That, I believe <laughs> that's what Kevin O'Connell probably said to Jeff Saturday. Um, I, I just have a few observations. Um, I didn't turn from the game. I watched the whole game, so I saw the whole comeback. Um, anytime that I hear them talk about history, I always try to kind of key in and watch it because I remember – when they played the Colts, the last time they beat the Colts in 97 with Randall Cunningham against Jim Harbaugh. And it kind of springboarded them into the 98 season when they went 15 and one. So um, this game to me was, uh, I heard Nate Burleson said, you know, he called him soft. He called him soft. He said, this is embarrassing. And he said that it is not much to be said during halftime. You get in those guys' faces and you challenge them because it was a pride thing. You don't let a, a team that's four and eight and one come into your stadium. You got all the Skull Nation in there. You got national TV in there, and they mollywop you in the first half. They <laughs> shut you out. You don't do that. 
So they came out, you know, with a Hulk Hogan type comeback, pointing at the Colts and um and getting the job done. But um, what I was excited to see was this, to see guys like uh um was Otamo Otamawo and C. Brown Osamoa getting some run, see Jalen Naylor get Speedy Naylor getting some run, and seeing finally get KJ Osborne integrating into the offense because um during the pregame that's what Michael Irvin said. He said get KJ Osborne more involved. Run some screens with Dalvin Cook. Do some different stuff, and I believe that's what makes that's you know that's one of the things that make the difference, and that's going to uh, make a difference going forward. You got to get everybody involved. All the other teams do it, so stop sticking to the same recipe with run on first down, then throw to Justin Jefferson. Use everybody. That's what they're there for. I mean, and and the Jalen the Jalen Rager plays were bad, but. My thing is, what do you expect from a guy that you bring in after the season starts? He really doesn't have any, um, really doesn't have any chemistry with Kurt. Yeah, he cut his routes off twice, and they and they led the bad picks. But I mean, integrate him more. You got speed, speed kills. So, um, congratulations, we're eleven and three, the North Division champions. So let's see what happens from here on out. I still believe they can go to the Super Bowl and win it. Great stuff from Joe. Joe, awesome man. Thanks for coming on Vikings Vet Line. Man, um, I want to throw this out here too. So we, uh, you know, we've had some fun over the years with the Cousins haters and the Cousins Crusaders on the show, like the Hatfields and the McCoys or the Jets and the Sharks. And uh, we had a group of of Cousins Crusaders from Canada, led by Ray. It's uh, the the crazy Canadian Cousins Crusaders. I said, hey, if you guys are down for it, it'd be a blast to get everyone together the last month of the season and just come together, great time of year, and donate to Kirk's charity at KirkCousins.org. We said, you know what, that sounds like a great idea. And I think after Mr. Fourth Quarter Comeback, the fourth quarter pharaoh himself, the secondary slayer, the dagger doctor, just completed the greatest comeback in NFL history the most yards he's ever thrown for in his NFL career, 460. If you got five bucks, 50 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever it is, whatever you're feeling generous with, KirkCousins.org. Let's go flood that website with some donations and just put, put in the little notes or comment section that you are one of the Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily so they know where it came from. Um, you know, we've been hard on Kirk on this show, but my God. <laughs> 400-plus yards in the greatest comeback in NFL history. Let's go flood that man's charity at KirkCousins.org with a few donations today and tomorrow, whenever, if you're consuming it live today, if you're consuming it on demand later on. Uh, A great idea by the Crazy Cousins Crusaders of Purple Daily. Who's next, Declan? All right, let's go to uh, Skull Vikings next year. What's up, dude? I'm at the bar in Dallas. Oh, we're losing. We're losing your connection. Let's put throw him back in the green room. We'll get a better connection there. Try again now. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, he's got some connection issues. We'll yeah. get you back on here in just a second. In the meantime, though, uh, let's go to Austin. Oh, can you guys hear me? We got. Yeah, you, I got you. Yep. Bro, I don't even know how to feel right now, bro. To be honest with y'all, like at halftime, I was texting my cousin who's an Eagles fan. And he was like, oh, I don't know how you guys were even 10 and 3. And I was like, I don't know either, bro. It's crazy. And then I was watching y'all guys, you guys too. And I was like, hmm, I might as well just stick in here. And you guys started saying, oh, if they score another touchdown, they score another touchdown. I was like, oh. And I turned on the game. It was like, wow, it was crazy. But um, 
Yeah, but um, to be honest, I feel like now we got the the the, the title of the division. I feel like the playoffs now, like we gotta start looking like, okay, who are teams that could go up with us now? Like I'm starting to think like, I don't know. I just think like, are we able like ever to just like hold a team and like just blow a team up from the beginning? Like why do we always need to go down and have to come back to just, you know, it, it's crazy. It's a good miracle to win the, the title, but like, I just want us to like blow a team out, you know, like oppose our will on a team, you know? Because, you know, and especially in the playoffs, like, it's not a good chance that we're going to go down 33-0 and, you know, do the same miraculous thing that we just did. But it's good that we won. I'm happy. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys. Yeah, Austin, dude, thanks for coming on. I think just to answer your question, the answer at this point, we are in the middle of December. The answer is no. They, they, don't, they don't have that club in their bag, apparently, to just blow a team out. They only have three games left on their schedule. This team, ultimately, the crazy thing is this team – this team isn't good enough to blow teams out, and they're not good enough, whether it's defensive scheme or just personnel or lapses here and there. They're, they're clearly not good enough to just beat the brakes off teams. But they have a quality that a lot of even good teams would love to have, which is when it's, when it's time to go in the fourth quarter, this team can hit the gas, man. They've got a quarterback that has figured out how to just hunt down the field for his best weapons. And so... It's it's just a strange variation of Vikings football that we're not used to seeing. But I mean, but give me what give me this recipe over some of the other versions that we've seen in the past. I would rather take my chances on a team that can keep fighting in the fourth quarter when they're down than a team that maybe can build a big lead, but you're holding on for dear life as they, right. you know, as the wheels are coming off. Because we've seen that Vikings team decks a number of times in our lives. Yeah, I completely agree. Let's see if uh, Sports Dad Judd. You got us now, okay? I've seen you switch laptops. Can you hear me? There he is. Can you hear me? The sports dad is back. My, He's back. My computer took a crap. I don't know what's going on with this thing. It decided something. I don't know what exactly, but you know what? Very <laughs> fitting on a day that the Vikings rose from the seemingly dead, that sports dad is also back with you. On you know what? I figured it out. I figured out how to use the sports. He computer. figured out technology. I figured it out. It's oh, my God. Thanks, Dex. <laughs> All right, Judd's back in the mix here. Let's keep it rolling here. Vikings vent line oh. on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Glad we're back at full strength because we got we got Bob. Bob, Bob, you Bob. son of a gun! What's up, guys? Hey, on a day where it's thirty-three nothing at halftime, and you're taking heat from your brother, your friends, the Vikings are frauds, cousins, the greatest bum of all time. You know, uh, my friend puts Cousins on his uh, bench for his fantasy league. And they're giving you crap. And they make the greatest comeback in NFL history. Well, gentlemen, I say skull to you. And I say skull to you, gentlemen, because that was impressive. And, you know, the thing about this game was it proved what we talked about last week. If we score over 35, we can beat anybody. And, you know, it's not a good idea to wait until you're 33 nothing and then try to score over 35. Let's game plan it out to where we're trying to score 35 or more. And, you know, against a good team, maybe you'll get the lead and you can control the game more instead of having to, you know, uh, play from behind and, 
you know, play where your chances are much lower. So I, I, yeah, I mean, if you can increase the percentage of your chances of winning, especially in the playoffs against good teams by getting the lead and keeping that passing game going to our weapons, then use the run and sprinkle that run in because we have that game. We do have that game to use as a winning formula down the line. And, and I think another thing that's very important, if we could possibly win out and maybe rest our players in the last week and prepare for that first and second round, which is going to be tough no matter what, that will be another advantage that we can take into you know, the playoffs and maybe get to the Super Bowl. So, and again, the defense is not fixable, like we said last week. It is just not fixable. Yeah, but you know what? If you can, if you can go up, like you said, and just rack up chunks down the field, the offense scored thirty nine points today. This wanted to be, I mean, they had to have a fire lit under their ass and a reason to go and chase, you know, a four touchdown deficit. But Bob, you came on last week, and we and we agreed at the beginning of the season, if this team's going to do anything meaningful, it has to be led by an explosive, unstoppable offense. And it comes out when it has to. Let's see more of it in the second quarter. Let's see more of it early. Build a big lead, but it has to be offense. And it and it was in the second half today. Yeah. I love the uh, number 19 on the Fentline family where he, he throws up the uh, the wall of Kirko chains. Love that. <laughs> oh, man, I give that guy credit. He put some time into that. That is awesome. That was amazing. Skull to him and yep. skull to all the Vikings vent line fans. Awesome. Let's move on for another win next week, baby. Bob in Pennsylvania, one of our OG Vikings vent liners here on the show. Yeah, Judd, you missed it while you were trying to tend to a computer meltdown. We literally had Carl. He yep. had a Kirko chains, like a wall of Kirko chains with different pictures of Kirk this season. It's very exciting. Very nice. All right. I just got a nice note. Uh, a couple in Jamaica was watching this game. <laughs> Rachel, what's going on? Hey. So my boyfriend was on the vent line over the 4th of July. Yep. This is Mac. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so we spent our whole day in Jamaica celebrating our friend's wedding, watching the Vikings game. Wow. Oh, my wow. That, what a bad time to have- get married. What is wrong with these people scheduling a wedding during the greatest comeback in NFL history? And you kept watching it? Oh, my God. We had the whole resort watching the Vikings game. Oh. At halftime, I would have said, I'm out. Unfortunately, we met some uh, Colts fans on the resort, too. Yeah. Oh, keep an eye on them. Keep an eye on them the rest of the day here. I know. We have to make sure they don't come jump us later. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right, what's the vibe? What's the were, were people celebrating in Jamaica at the bar? People are going was crazy. Uh, the bartender made us purple shots for after. <laughs> nice, love it. Yeah, love it. It's awesome. Well, CJ guys... Ham, KJ Osborne, Justin Jefferson, everyone scored today. That was amazing. Yeah, it's uh, dude. CJ CJ Ham. I think in the first half, like the poster child of Vikings offensive ineptitude would have been like jet sweep CJ Ham, uh, but then I, he I made up he, for it with I a rushing. I think he had a catch on that uh that long route but i don't know yeah well thank you guys for checking in from jamaica yeah thanks for having us for having <laughs> glad you enjoyed it continue your party and celebration some more shots for them <laughs> just yes. keep doing those purple shots now that they won um let's keep it rolling here vikings vent line purple daily youtube channel andre what's up man hey guys how we doing big win today 
Yeah, yeah, you're telling us, man. <laughs> Might go celebrate. I'm in Hawaii right now, so you know, just calling in from Jamaica. Now I'm in Hawaii. So Jamaica, Hawaii, and we're stuck here in the cold. You guys are stuck beach. in the cold there. I got a blizzard outside in the Pacific Northwest, and these <laughs> these hooligans are taunting us from warm weather locations. I think a funny thing is people talk about the two Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of Kirk Cousins, but I think it's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of this team. I mean, two completely different teams in the first and second half. But um, my friend texted me. He said, Jalen Rager is secretly an undercover spy still for the Eagles. Because <laughs> I think that Vikings are getting police on that trade right now. Um, they just have to run wrong routes. Yeah. <laughs> go there and run bad routes and cost Kirk interceptions. Stop just just stop running and just get the just let the Colts get an interception. But I think KJ Osborne needs to be the number two receiver on this team right now, without a doubt. I mean, I don't know what his target share looked like in the first half. I didn't really watch the first half because the game started, I think, around 8 a.m. here, but he was electric in the second half. Where did that come? So how about this? And the Vikings wound up throwing not counting the the Ryan Wright pass, uh, 54 passes. So they had a lot of targets to go around. And K.J. Osborne and Justin Jefferson both had 16 targets in this game. They both caught more than 10 passes. K.J. went for a buck 57 and a touchdown. Like, where did that, not to like dump on the guy, but where was that at any point in the last two and a half months or so? And if that's going to be a, a variation that you can get from him, then, yeah, I think he probably is the number two guy at this point. Well, he'd be great potential to get yak, right? Like that's the thing about it is he's got the potential that Thielen doesn't have because when he catches the ball, he he can get you yards. But the thing about why I think everyone had soured on KJ was not that he stunk, but it was if Kevin O'Connell and this offensive system is not going to use him, something must be up. Yeah. So like it, it wasn't that I thought, oh my god, he's terrible, but like he wasn't getting chances, and in O'Connell being an offensive guy. I think you defer and say, okay, if he doesn't see it, then it must not be there. And so it wasn't like this, this, you know, well, KJ is just terrible. It was more of a, how the coaching staff was using him prior to today. But I think you're exactly right. I think from here on out, Thielen has a role as the three guy. He's got great hands. He'll catch passes. But if you need a a real play made, it's got to go Jefferson first, KJ second, and probably Hawkinson third. And then if you just need a, a, catch made that's more of a Thielen department I think yeah yeah well Adam Thielen can't run um no. but I think this team should go to Manny's and I think they should go celebrate with some moo and steaks what do you think Dex <laughs> yes <laughs> my guy Ooh. absolutely nice win today thanks Cal. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Declan uh, and, and I would say about 50 yeah. percent of the people commenting on Twitter apparently like a heartbeat attached to their Damn to right. their dinner so yeah yeah <laughs> I like medium rare a lot. So don't I like how some guys like he's trying to make a statement how he likes that rare steak. He yeah, is. I love a rare steak. That is the statement I'm making. And I yeah, love, the statement I is he wants heartbeat. the blood to be trickling yeah, down yeah. his chin when he's eating. Is weird. You know, I was I was I'm chewing. I just man. kept I just kept feeling this pulse. You know, boom, boom. Yeah, every time I was chewing, you know, it was wild. It was just crazy. I am such a man that I eat my I eat my meat live. That's right, live. I want to make eye contact with it. All right, let's continue here. Vikings right. vent line. Is it Christoph? Yes, greetings from Austria. So it goes even further away. Hey, Christoph. And cold here too. Um, one thing is, the first half was a was a mess, but interestingly, I wasn't concerned after that half. 
I thought, well, they crazier things happened this season and they didn't disappoint. And on the Delvin Cook touchdown, I was in my backyard. I was screaming at my phone where I was watching the game, <laughs> dancing around. It was incredible. Yes. Awesome, wait, man. Wait, wait, one second, though. So so it's been a weird year. I'll fully yes. admit to that. But are you are you saying crazier things have happened than what we saw today from the Vikings? I can't think of much more crazy than being down no. 30 rip at halftime. This okay. This was the craziest one of all of them. <laughs> I admit to that. But there's also the the Bills game. I mean, it was also crazy. And yeah, yeah. Christoph, thanks was, for thanks for jumping thanks, in Christoph. from uh, halfway across the world. We appreciate. it. I always love when people jump on the show who actually look kind of like Vikings too. Yeah, I think Christoph Christoph looks a little like a Viking with that long flowing hair. It's, it's good. a good look. Yep. All right. Who's next on Vikings Vent Line? Matt, what's up, man? Hey, Matt. Oh, oh fellas, how are we doing? Good. Well, we're, uh, our hearts are sort of racing out of our chest here, I think. <laughs> First, I want to say, wow, wow, absolutely wow. Like, what changed in the second half? Like, I'm so lost. Dude, Kirko Chains came out to play. Right, man. Kirko Chains. How many? What? What is that guy going to be wearing in the locker room after the game's over? That's well, he's got to wear know. chains again now, right? Like he's got to fully embrace Kirko Chains. Let's not be like, well, we're going to get somebody else to. He's got to bring the bring the kid in because I, I saw him there again. Bring the seven year old Chains kid in. Get Kirko his chains and let's go. Let's embrace that whole thing again. First, I was I, spamming in the chat saying that oh KJ should be wearing the chains now because like. Man, he went off. Even yep. when Justin Jefferson went out for a couple of plays, he just took off. Yes. <laughs> yes. I should mention, by the way, shameless, shameless plug. Over at scorenorth.com slash shop right now, you can get your Mr. Fourth Quarter Comeback hooded sweatshirts and tees. Mr. Fourth Quarter Comeback with his seventh of the season over at scorenorth.com slash shop. End of shameless plug. Back to Matt. And then when I was talking to one of my friends after the game, she was like, Matt, I told you we would come back and win this game. And I'm like, that's two times she told me that. That's amazing foresight, man. Amazing <laughs> foresight. Matt, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate My you pleasure, hanging fellas. out with us here on this Saturday. Good stuff. Should we just keep it rolling here? Who's next yeah. on Vikings Ben Line? So uh, let's go to Nathan next. Nathan, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, first time caller. Um, I, at halftime, I was ready to fire Montel. I can't believe that they did it. Um, I'm in week two of eight of no weight bearing on my ankle because I have major sur- major surgery to put a bone graft in. And so and, you, you, uh, could, you could you couldn't even stomp off in uh-huh. anger after the first half. Exactly. And um, their dedication and being able to see it through is kind of inspiring because it shows me that I can get through that next seven weeks too. So yeah, man, nice, absolutely, love it, man. Nathan, we wish you the best. Thank we you. hope you get back on your feet at some point, and uh, maybe the Vikings can keep helping you deep into January. Thank you, I appreciate that. And uh, I started watching you guys back when they did all the coaching change and all that when they fired when they got I started watching you guys last year 
And uh, my father-in-law has been, my father-in-law is old enough to remember switching from the Packers to the Vikings because he grew up in, grew up in Minnesota and there were no, there were no Vikings. And then there was, and so he's old enough to remember that. And uh, Vikings have given this hippie and that Marine a way to, a, 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 a way to bond. So thanks. Yeah. Love it, Amen. Nathan. Absolutely. Amen, Nathan. Keep your head up, man. Keep grinding. Who's next on Vikings Vent Line? Yeah, let's go to Rashad next. Rashad, what's up, man? Hey, Rashad. Uh, so, what's up, fellas? In honor of Kirko change, I never wear these out, but I, I decided to, you know, throw mine on and pull them out. I don't know what I just watched. I am thankful. I do have some notes, but Jesus Christ, I, I, I do not like women like this. I don't. It's very, very upsetting. <laughs> can't just blow out a team that's only won four games at home. Um, and and I will say this though, um, I'm I know I'm not the only fan. I'm sure you guys do it too. Uh, who has just supreme optimism and is like, okay, it's halftime. We're down thirty. If we just score fifteen points in the third quarter, we can hope we can we can. And so like it was very exciting for this to happen for the first time in my life during a blowout where, you know, you're at, you're like, okay, if we just score a little and then and you watch them actually chip away, that was very, very um, exciting. So I was happy I got to see that before I die. Um, can we just fire the DC? Like, is it, is it <laughs> this guy? Like, I mean, this, is, this has got to be like, this game right here was a statement game for him. Cause it's, I mean, like we did make some pretty impressive stops, but come on, man, this is the coach, y'all. Rashad, I'm trying to envision the post game like Kevin O'Connell when they win does the game balls, and I'm trying to envision like, all right, everybody, all right, we're gonna give out some game balls here. Uh, let's give it up to Kirk Cousins, 460 yards, greatest right. throwing performance. KJ Osborne, 10 catches. Justin Def- Justin Jefferson. Uh, oh, Ed Donatel, you're fired. Pack your bags. Uh, Dalvin Cook, it's a game ball. <laughs> it's, it's almost like the halftime speech was like, okay, y'all know we're playing the Colts, right? Like this game is only—they've only won fourteen, only beat four teams this season, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Then they just snapped on. Um, I, I was—you know—I've been—I was preaching this last week. We need another receiver, uh, so I was very happy to see KJ or somebody, anybody step it up. Uh, I don't know what was going on with Jalen Rieger. I think he's just—he's got to learn the route tree a little better uh, in our yeah. playbook. I'm not sure what that was about, but just not give up mid route. You know what I'm saying? And, and put your uh, hang your quarterback up like that. Um. Uh, I will say also, um, you know, this is a team we should have dominated. And I said this earlier, but um, I, I'll take the W. I, I, I'm pretty optimistic about our chances usually going into the postseason. We got to figure this out, man, for real. This is not this is not how we're going to win a postseason play. And I even said last week, like, I, I like our ability to come back and stay in these close games, but not against a, 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 a visibly inferior team who's missing their best running back. Like, nobody's talking about that. They yeah. didn't even have uh, Jonathan Taylor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and we still, they're still running up and down the field. I don't know what's going on with our coverages. Like, it was like they could do anything they wanted to in the first half. It was insane. Um, I guess the halftime adjustments were a little better. Uh, thank God for Greg Gosses. I'm, I'm glad he made some some field goals. Like, he didn't miss anything today. Uh, I was actually in um, – St. Louis uh, Park watching the game at a bar, and I was literally screaming. These people were looking at because they had the game on the TV. Whatever, man, I'll take the W. I'm happy for it. it, it it's just I don't, I can't, I can't take. I have to go check myself in and get my heart checked out. <laughs> I can't, I can't take too many more victories like this. This is killing me. Either way, we won. What is it? Eleven games. We're now 
10 and 0 in one score games or whatever it is. 10, I don't even know what it is. We won 10 straight games, one score games. I'll take it. I will take it. This and, and let's not forget, this is our we have a first time head coach. You know what I'm saying? A whole bunch of different pieces missing, and then they're in one week, out one week. So it's like, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. I'll take this W. I just hope that we can win a little uh, less close next week or, or at some point this season. I can't take any more one-score games. I, I don't I don't think that's it in the cards, man. I think we are destined to see that this team – I mean, if, if they were going to play a normal type of, okay, we're going to start to create separation, okay, that might happen in week six or seven – but I think now, and this game in particular, too, you guys, it is hard to digest. Like Thanks right for now, Bye, Rashad. Uh, right now, as we discuss this game on the fly, it is really difficult to digest what we just saw. Like it's not a comeback; it's not a normal comeback, right? Like the Bills it's the game. greatest comeback. Yes. In, we just we literally just saw the greatest comeback I mean, in NFL history. And you, were, and you were getting your ass handed to you every which way by a bad team at halftime. Uh, and then followed by what may, what must be the greatest Newt Rockney speech in the history of Newt Rockney speeches by Kevin O'Connell. So, like, the Buffalo game was exciting, and it was fun, and it was semi-hard to digest, but I think it, I think digesting it came pretty quickly. This is going to take me a day. Yeah, I it's mean. It's a 30-point it, comeback. <laughs> it mean, is. It's, it's Come not, on. And I just I want to give the Vikings proper credit. 33 30, oh, it was 33 nothing? 33 to nothing at halftime. Oh, I thought it was 30 to 7. 30 to 33 no, to nothing, nothing at halftime. Half half okay. Half yeah. yeah, so yeah. 33 points. Yes, I stand corrected. Just oh, that's bonkers. Yes. Let's uh, let's keep it going here. Vikings vent lines uh, on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Lawyer Chase, what's going on? Sort it out, guys. Try to Sort decipher for that us. for us. Yeah, counselor. <laughs> what's your... <laughs> Well, What's your closing statement on that one, guy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, Declan, happy belated birthday, my man. Thank um, you, dude. I'm a medium rare guy like Judd, but you know what? Eat your, eat your steak the way you want it. My man. Um, I'm feeling just like my dog, Roxy, here on the floor. Uh, oh, passed out. <laughs> yep. this, this is nuts, guys. I, the, the drug of winning is so real. It's yeah. ice in the veins, baby. It's just, uh, yes, unbelievable. Yes, Phil. But I can't, it's so hard for me to buy in. Like, I love winning, and I love this franchise. Yes, there you go, Phil. Yes. Oh, my oh God. My God. Um, wow, we're off the rails here. <laughs> we're going to need, Good we're Lord. going to need you to retain you because yes. Matt is going to get so Maya, mad. I'm not in. Yeah. Yeah. Maya, I'm get in there. Take a bottle away from daddy. It's just hard to buy buy in right now because they gave you 33 reasons why in the first half not to. But then you see a win like this, it's like, okay, well, what are we going to do going forward? Because we need to make adjustments for Ed Donatel. It didn't look like any adjustment made made at all. So what do they do now? (laughs) Yeah, then they they just come out, and and I get the Colts are are garbage, but – and they hold the Colts to three points over the next three quarters, including overtime, apparently. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I just got done with the semester, so I was like, you know, it's Saturday game. We're going to relax. Had some beers last night. Had a good day today. Made a nice meal. I'm like, I'm ready to see the Vikings kick some Colts behind. And then I see this, and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. And then I'm listening to you guys cleaning some stuff up around the apartment. Like, it's just a normal Saturday. And then they're coming back to win this game. I, it's just it's so hard for me to buy in fully because of stuff like this. But yeah. a great win. Amazing. Lawyer well, Chase. 
You're right. Lawyer Chase, part of the, the Purple Daily Leadership Cabinet. Always uh, always here for some write-that-down uh, clarifications when needed as well. Um, Judd, someone earlier did mention a bar in St. Louis Park that they were yes. that they were going to. Uh, if someone were to go to a bar, I don't know, in St. Louis Park, which one would you recommend? Well, let's see. There's um, – oh, I know, Park Tavern, because Park Tavern, first of all, it's got bowling. It's a big bar. It's got two bars. Uh, it is a great place to throw your party. So if you have, I don't know, a – Fantasy League draft, a birthday party for your wife, your girlfriend. Guys, you can be a hero. How? By simply re- reaching out to my friends at Park Tavern, and they are going to set things up for you. It's an easy process. Also, a great place to watch the games. For, for instance, I'm sure that the bar went crazy when Greg Joseph hit that field goal to win today's game. It's this simple, 952 929 if you do want to make reservations, 952-929-6810, parktavern.net, parktavern.net. Make Park Tavern your headquarters for sports and fun. And uh, if I'm at the corner of the bar and I have a surly in hand, certainly stop by and say hi. All right, who's next? Mike, who's mm. Let's go to the postman next. Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on, dude? Uh, first thing, just want to give a shout out for the uh, donation of cause you uh, guys mentioned for Kirk Cousins. I made a donation myself, twenty bucks. Tagged you guys on Facebook. Tagged Score North. Tagged Kirk Cousins. Nice. There actually is a little message uh, thing on their uh, website where there's two hundred fifty characters where you can also make mention of Score North, Purple Daily, etc. I'm not sure if you have any other ones that you guys want to tag. And that's good. No, that's, that's the cause, post. man. That's the cause. Awesome, man. Thank you. Cool. Uh, another thing I'd like you to bring up. Uh, especially next time you talk to Boone, kind of an old footballism. Uh, in terms of identifying an identity for an offense, I was always told, look at the guards. You know, look at the two guards, and you can find out what the offense should be. So I'd love to hear Boone's take on that, but also just apply it to this team. I think we kind of want to be a pass-first team, but if you look at Ezra and Ingram, we kind of get blown up in pass protection, so we can't really make the five-step, seven-step dra- drafts. Didn't really do the passing that we wanted to do, but KOC kind of schemes things to be open. But I think that's kind of the conflict of our offense right now. If you guys want to maybe spin off of that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, and by the way, thank you. Uh, thank you, Postman, for your donation as we uh, as we raise money for KirkCousins.org. Um, yeah, I mean, Ed Ingram, again, stepped on Kirk's foot for the third time today. So if that's any indication... Ed Ingram and Ezra Cleveland have allowed the most quarterback hits. They're tied among all offensive linemen, allowing the most quarterback hits on the season. Like, of all of the linemen in the NFL, Ezra Cleveland and Ed Ingram are tied for allowing the most quarterback hits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't – Cleveland has been great at times, and he's a road-grading run blocker, so I think there's still some promise there. Ed Ingram has been largely atrocious all season, unfortunately. I think the saving grace there is that he's young with upside, but it's been a problem for sure. I think it's safe to say this now. I I mean, because the entire season has been crazy, and today is off the charts crazy. I think it's safe to say this. Trying trying to make sense of the 2022 Vikings is impossible. Yeah. So, like, like we're trying to rationalize this like it's a normal football team, and this is why – Vegas and the national people aren't buying in because from afar, this makes no sense. I mean, it doesn't make sense to us and we watch the games. So 
like I, I feel like we're trying at times to break things down. Like, well, if they just do do this or or that, which are normal football conversations, and I'm guilty of the same thing. But when we are now talking about a 33 point comeback, the biggest in the history of the league, I think we also have to buy in that this is just one of the strangest roller coaster rides that a major Minnesota men's sports team has ever taken us on. And yeah. I have no idea where it ends, uh, but trying to digest it is just damn near impossible. This is one of the most fun Vikings teams I can remember. I mean, 98 is going to be hard to top. 09, I don't know where this team's going to wind up finishing if they wind up getting to the NFC Championship game or further, but it's definitely going to wind up just being one of the most memorable teams in my life watching Vikings football just because of all of the different ways they've gotten back up off the mat. It's It's basically the Rocky Balboa of NFL football teams, right? Yep. Just yep. getting bludgeoned for 11 rounds and come on, Rock. You got to find it in you. You got to knock them out. And they do, and they just they just find a way. Vikings Vetline, Purple Daily YouTube channel. Rich, you want to turn around there? Rich. Hey, hey, hey. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> what a game today. Absolutely, yeah. man. What are your thoughts, man? What, uh, what kind of what kind of roller coaster ride did you go on today? Oh man, my you know, my heart is still racing crazy, but you know, one thing I thought during this game, I've seen us making plays. I always thought that we had a possibility to come back because Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan. Uh, he's eventually going to happen. And uh, I just was – I knew that we would – I didn't think we would come back, but I always knew it was a possibility. But one thing I thought about the game was our our defense, like – the first half, our defense, I'm like fire Ed Donatel, and and you said it, you said it on a on the previous show, uh, Mac. You said fire him. Did, <laughs> I, I, did, did I say that on the previous show or the yeah. same show three hours ago? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah one <laughs> the show. You said the, I know you telethon. said it with Boom. I know you oh, said okay. it with Big Boom. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I was just. Some of the things we were doing in the first half, and then the defense, the defense came alive in the second half, and they robbed us for two touchdowns. Yep. You know, and I was like, well, well, when does forward progress stop? And then on that third down play, I said, Matt Ryan's forward progress better be stopped. That fourth down play. His forward progress better be stopped because they've been stopping their forward progress all day long. Yeah. So it, it better be stopped. They, I was on. I was on the edge of my seat with that one. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Rich, thanks for coming on, man. Love the Vikings Santa hat you got rocking there. It's a great avatar all around for Rich. Um, let's keep it moving here. Vikings vent line, Purple Daily YouTube channel. All right, one more here. We had, we had him on earlier in the, with the guns, and I think he wants one more point to make. Luke, what's up? Hey, Luke. hey, hey, Ricky. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I was on in the uh, fourth quarter when they, I think they cut it to ages ago. Or 14. Ages yeah. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to know what the actual chances they had to like tie the game, let alone win, let alone win the game when they were down 33 to nothing. Cause you know, it's funny, like with Minnesota sports teams, whenever there's a big comeback, we always seem to be on the losing end of it. You know, like with the Wolves, for instance, like how many, big leads that they have they blown over the years. I mean, 
think back to even last year in the playoffs. And this year, the table, you know, the tables kind of turned because the Vikings were the team that were coming back um, down 33 points. So I remember, yeah. like, you know, when Dave Benz uh, used to do the play-by-play for the Timberwolves, he'd always say, like, I remember, like, there was this game that they had a, uh, I think, a 16-point lead against the Sacramento Kings in the fourth quarter with 2.45 to go, um, and they blew it. <laughs> they literally blew it. Yep. And I remember Dave was saying, like, the they had a 99.9% chance to win the game, the Wolves. Um, that must have been the chance that the Colts had to win that game because, I mean, a 33 to nothing lead is like the equivalent to probably like 40 something in basketball. <laughs> yeah, I actually have. And thanks for coming on again. Love that Rubio, the Rubio swag. Um, Chris Long from Channel 5 posted a screenshot and said, as they were down 33 nothing, just in case, and he took a screenshot of the win probability for the Colts, and it was over 99%. The Colts, I don't know if it was 99.8, 99.5, but the Colts, the Colts' win probability was at halftime was over 99% to, to win this game. Mm. Amazing. You know what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm in my head having trouble comprehending this. Well, you know what you do when you're trying to figure out how to process a Vikings victory? You just, you just play Oats and Joy. Oh, I really need a Surly here. This would be what one day that no drinking in the studio should be forsaken, so I can have a surly. Yeah, well, I, I won't tell. Right I won't. Me. I won't tell. I don't, don't have one. Don't do it. Don't. Yeah, I don't do have it. one right by me. <laughs> well, boys, um, we've been live for three and a half. Are we half done hours already? Here, are we we've done? I mean, I I dumped hours. off at one point in time. I got in here late. I mean, I'm fresh to go. I'm out of the bullpen. Let's go. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to take you till 6 a.m. here. Spit in the hits and talk about you. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna probably peace out here because we've been live for three and a half hours, and I know Dex has to get to the uh, to the company Christmas party tonight. <laughs> oh, are you going? To, see, this is why with sports, I never commit to anything. <laughs> and he might miss appetizers, which are, yeah. by the way, the best part about that party is uh, the appetizers are incredible. So Dex, hopefully you get there for some of those. Thank you guys so much for making this community what it is here. I mean, days like today, it's just amplified, but um, this is your daily Vikings entertainment fix on Purple Daily, and Vikings Vent Line is the most fan-friendly, interactive show and therapeutic show in all of Minnesota sports. You just witnessed the greatest comeback in NFL history, a 39-36 to win by the Vikings over the Colts and an NFC North Division Championship clinching win. We're going to process this, put a couple Surleys back, and we will have a, a pie chart for you, hopefully before the weekend is over, from Chef oh, Judd. Yeah. Oh, Chef Judd's going home to cook right now. Little Beautiful. Of, <laughs> so, again, thank you guys. Vikings vet line. that's a wrap for us. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die, dang it. See you next time on Purple Daily. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply.